whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Brought to you by Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio station. Thank you so much for spending the last hours before your great gig tonight in Munich um, here at Rock Antenna. First of all, how has your tour been so far? Thanks for having me here. It's great to be back here after a couple of years. Um, uh, tour has been fantastic. We have played, I think, eight shows so far and in different cities, some in Germany, but also in Prague, in Vienna yesterday. Uh, tomorrow we're going to Milan and it's so good to be back on tour. Great. I mean, just we missed it so much. It's so, like, I don't know how to explain it. I always call it like, it's like a school trip. You know, we jump on the bus with my best friends and go around Europe and go around the world. It's, it's fantastic. Sounds great. So what can your fans look forward to uh, on this tour? Well, the shows have been very energetic and I think our mission is to to have people pumped up with energy and good vibes because, you know, the world is crazy right now and everybody needs some uh, good vibes and and positiveness uh, in the middle of all this craziness. And um, I think that's our mission. And we have really had that great connection with the audience every night. Uh, the people have been very close to me so I can almost touch them and like, It's been like very real and raw and sweaty and like it's supposed to. So you're wearing one of your famous feathers. I was hoping that you would. Um, and I saw that there's been an auction where one of the feathers or the feathers um, you wore at Eurovision were sold for 1,600 euros, <laughs> which is that. a lot I for, I mean, what was it, three feathers? So my question would be, How many feathers do you have in your closet? <laughs> well, I, yeah, I'm kind of rich now if I come to think <laughs> of it that way. I have like 100 at least. Yeah, um, it's It was for um, a good cause. It was a charity thing to save uh, a piece of forest in Finland. And it was nice. Um, a friend of mine, he's also in a rock band. He put this together this campaign and it was nice but I was really surprised like 1600 for a few feathers What? but how you how do you do this like how does it um, stay on your head while you're performing? it's magic okay magic. it was just like this when I was okay born. great <laughs> <laughs> good um, then it's has been almost been a month since you released your album rise how did your fans react to it so far Very well, I have to say. Um, um, we had this sort of, um, um, we were trying to match the sound uh, to the earlier days with this album a little bit, because I think uh, when we did this, we did a special tour about three years ago, just before COVID, we played our most famous album, uh, Dead Letters, on a tour so we played only songs from that album and it felt really good and and we sort of stayed on that vibe and we went to studio after that and a lot of people find um these two albums now the new one and the the old one within the shadows on it sort of similar and they've been very happy that we got back to more like a rock sound and uh, it feels good i have to say like playing these songs live They really fit in the set and um, still they're a bit fresh somehow. Like there's something new. 
Yeah, I think especially uh, fireflies and be somebody sound very familiar, but like they, like you said, they're new, but they sound um, a little bit more like the older days than maybe the other ones. What were your intentions when riding um, fireflies? Um, fireflies was um, honestly, I was really depressed at that time. I don't want to go too much into that, but it was like I was sick mentally and physically too. And uh, pretty much after that, we even actually broke up with the band. Bowley, the guitarist, he left and it was a disaster. But we got over that. And But I wrote this song while I was really feeling sad and melancholic. And, and I I just felt like, you know, I was afraid to leave the house. I started to act really weird and... and um, And this was just like a reflection of that. But I, I like the song, song because um, originally I was going to sing it very loud and high. Uh, it was going to be almost like screaming. But then I worked alone. Uh, I was recording the vocals actually inside my car for this one because I couldn't travel. I was locked in Hawaii where I live. I was just recording my own vocals for this album most mostly. So I recorded this in my car and all of a sudden I decided to sing it very quietly instead of screaming. And that contrast is pretty nice in this, in this track. Um, I think it sounds interesting. And that's also been one of the highlights in the live show. A lot of people like this song. Yeah, but nevertheless, um, you said like this one song you felt depressed while while writing it. Um, but I think Rise as an album, like the name itself says it, kind of sounds more optimistic. Were you and uh, the first song on the album, which is uh, Live and Never Die, is exactly this. It's like an optimistic start to the album, yes. I think. So um, was optimism a driving feeling when um, arranging the album? Well, when things started to get better, it was definitely something I wanted to emphasize. Like this album kind of tells a story of the last three, four years. And we had a very happy beginning, you know, we were supposed to be in a great studio for months and months and like really hang out together with the band. And then COVID happened and everything was taken away from us. And we we live in different countries. You know, I live in Hawaii, Ero lives in Australia and guys in Finland. So we had to work from different continents and we couldn't see each other for over a year physically. And it was very hard for us. Because we're used to being like close brothers, you know, always spending time together and all of a sudden we are not. And and it was bad and we ended up breaking up, Bowley left and and then, you know, all these songs that we wrote during that time, they have this like extra melancholy in them and it's, it's kind of depressed and sad. So once things got better, after Empu joined us as a new guitarist last September, we started you know, things started to fall into places and all of a sudden there was like a bright future in front of us. We had an idea like, let's go to Eurovision, let's do this and that. And all of a sudden things started to go right. And uh, it was just, uh, we felt like we want to write more songs to this album because we are saved and we have good feelings. And then we wrote Jezebel rise and live and never die which all have a very kind of uplifting and positive vibe 
So there was like a happy ending to this album. So your new guitarist, uh, this is the first album she she's on. How did you find her as a musician? Well, I've known her um, from different bands. She has played um, in a very successful successful uh, band when she was 13. Like, oh, wow, that's very young. Yeah, they had this girl band. Uh, they, it was a big phenomenon in Finland, like multi-platinum selling, whatever, huge. Uh, but then after that, she played also in some punk bands and I've always kind of followed her from the distance and kind of admired her, her work and her... Um, you know, presence, but I never knew her personally. It was the first time we met when she came for the uh, rehearsals first time. And um, since I didn't know her, I actually got an idea asking her. So I Googled her picture from internet and sent it over to the rest of the band, to Aki and Ero, and asked him, like, what do you think? Is this the new guitarist for the Rasmus? And they were like, whoa, that would be cool. And we called her and she uh, came to Helsinki or we all met in Helsinki and she had uh, prepared two songs, In the Shadows and Immortal. And we played those songs and uh, it felt like instantly like she is the one and she is a good match. Like musically, she's a great player. She has a, like a rock background. Uh, her style of playing is similar, you know, for suitable for our music. But also, she is a very um, um, same kind of a personality that we are. I think uh, she's a bit rebellious and like always, you know, looked a bit special and like we do. You know, <laughs> I have my feathers still on. So what can I say? But, you know, like um, like she has the little bit of like um, tongue in the cheek, like not taking life so seriously in a way. And uh, she really fits the band perfectly. I, I'm so happy to have her with us. So and she added to the energy that helped you um, like um, releasing the album the way it is right now. Yeah, her appearance changed the course, course of the band a lot to something that we were when we started. That's why I'm so grateful for her. Like she sort of woke up the the joy of playing together and, and being in this group. And I just didn't know it notice that that we were actually so um sad and like, you know, things were happening slowly and we were sort of breaking breaking apart slowly. So you didn't like You sort of forgot how it was at the beginning. But now we have all these things like we are actually rehearsing in a similar place that where we started in 94. We used to play in the basement of a house, like a crappiest, you know, room with the wooden panels on the walls and like like a good old garage band. And we have it again, like in Finland, we found this place. It's in the, in the basement of a house and sort of, intentionally bringing back the realness to this thing, it does good because you get lost in the, the glamour and all that stuff. I think it's important to have like your feet on the ground. Yeah, nostalgia is a big topic that I think moves a lot of us right now because times are hard right now. Um, but what would you say are better now than they were when you started your career? 
Well, I really like the fact that you can have all the music in the world in your pocket on your phone. It's like so convenient and so good that you know it's available. Um, also, the fact that people can record very good um, quality music at home with their you know little laptops and you know in their bedrooms, and you can just write a greatest song and release it, and it can go viral and be the biggest hit of you know next year. And that you don't need that big money or big teams always behind it. You know, that's the great thing about these modern times that, you know, people get to choose. Yeah, so music has become a lot more democratic, let's say, in the last 20 years. That is true. And that's a good good way to go. But still, um, it just felt, um, well, I still miss some things. Like, I love to make albums. I don't know if, you know, it seems like a trend that you people just release songs and then they maybe put out an album later. But it, I love to work so that we have a vision for an album and then, you know, it's like a bigger cake. And then so you have to like sort of find all the pieces and ingredients to make it happen. And also like when you release albums every once in a while, to me it, it kind of takes away the pressure, like it puts an end to a certain period of time and then it's time to move on. And now it's 10 albums already. It's pretty uh, nice diary of the Erasmus. So you say if you have the songs of uh, Rise, you need to hear them the way you intended to and not just as a part of, let's say, a playlist. Yeah, I think they all connect in some way. Um I don't know if it matters to a lot of people, but to me it does. And I, I believe in that. More and more importantly, it has become to please myself. Now it sounds ugly, but it's just like I really want to feel the songs myself first. And I want to be the first one to shed the tears. <laughs> you know, it's like. So, that's so horrible. Your but I mean, song? like, you got to be real okay. to your music. You have to love it yourself. That's the only way. Yeah, true. So what's your favorite song on the album? Um, well, I like um, a song called Odyssey. It's a, like a quiet one, actually. Um, it's about my relative, uh, this guy who lives in Finland in the middle of the forest. He's a very lonely guy, I think the loneliest guy I know. But he's very special and he he kind of chose this way of living in this house by himself and I often think about him because my life is so hectic and I see all these people all the time and I travel around the world and you know it's it's I, I stop and think about him very many often times like there he sits and maybe he's looking out the window and scratching his cat and you know whatever but it's 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 great that we are different in this world and there is always room and space for that. I think everybody has to be uh, truly who they are and, and that's the beauty. So you wouldn't want to swap? I wouldn't want to. I, I always dreamt like, you know, one day I become this gardener and I will have my little garden in northern Italy on the mountain and then I have my donkey and I'm feeding carrots to my donkey. Yeah, <laughs> sounds great. That dream will have to wait because I'm too, uh, I have too much to 
do and to yeah, say. But right it. now you said you, you live in Hawaii. I think many people would love to live there. So it's not that bad actually, isn't it? Yeah, it's been a great place to live. Um, I've lived there now three years. And uh, actually I just moved my stuff to Miami. Okay. So that's my next destination and home. Sunny city. as well. Yeah, it's sunny and it's bit a lot closer to, to Europe because the time difference and the traveling was kind of killing me It's so far. Especially if one of you lives in Australia, so that's like everywhere around the world. Yeah, it is crazy, but still we are playing internationally with the band. So, you know, it's not a big deal to come together in some, you know, city let's say Milan, and then we have a rehearsals there and then we go on the tour. And, you know... It's so, right now you're, you're here in Munich. Did you already have a chance to see something of Munich or are you like in your tour bus and then you go to the next destination? Yeah, we, we went to the gym with the bass player, Ero. Uh, like to get some exercise. It's a good thing to wake up to a day. And um, we actually were driving around with these scooters and, um, and mine um, stopped working. So I had to jump on Aero scooter. We did like, like illegal two oh, guys on one. I think the police didn't see you. Because <laughs> yeah, but I, hmm? made, I made a good TikTok, so it was worth ah, it. Ah, okay, so <laughs> worth it, completely worth it. Okay, so one last question. Because once you leave Rock Antenna, you will be... It will be right before your gig tonight. Um, what will the rest of the evening look like before this gig? Ah, yeah. Now I'm done with the interview stuff. Um, then I'm trying to make it to the sound check if my driver <laughs> is <laughs> fast enough. You know, uh, then uh, we have this meet and greet with the fans. We have done that every day on this tour. And it's great. We meet about 30 people uh, before the show. And uh, it's been really great for the shows. Somehow I loved it because we get to meet them. And then, of course, they get the chance to be in the first row because they get like in one hour before. And it's such a friendly feeling to go on stage because I've already met them just two hours before and I've heard their stories. And, you know, like um, it really feels... Good. I've enjoyed this fact that, you know, it feels almost like I have my friends in the first row. So has there been one fan that stuck to your mind? <clears throat> well, let me think. There was um, this pretty girl yesterday. Uh, she was out at the after party too, and she was throwing up all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that sounds horrible. I know, but she was kind of pretty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then. <laughs> oh, so great. I uh, I wish you all the best for your gig tonight. Thank you so much for spending the rest of your time today here Thank at Rock Thank you, Antenna. this was fun. Yeah, it, it was great fun. So have fun tonight and thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Subscribe to our channel for more rockin' podcasts.